Your name is Ronnie Cortado? Yeah, when I do music, yeah. I love that. Thank you, thank you. Do you like Cortados? Are you drinking one right now? No, I'm just drinking iced coffee. I've never had a Cortado, but my friend, uh, he was like, when I was thinking of a rap name, he's like, you sound like if Frankie Cosmos rap. And he's like, if Frankie Cosmos had a name as a rapper, it would be Ronnie Cortado. Burning incense 24-7. Really getting to know your mom. Carrying travel-sized bottles of shampoo in your purse. Letting Microsoft Office work for you. Not waiting to the last minute. Demon hunting. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so fucking hot. Hello. Hello! We're crazy hot. And so are you. I'm Eileen, and I'm back on my bullshit, getting my two free weeks from class pass, hoping to do adult gymnastics again. And no, just regular, not the sexual kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, We got to talk about that. And I'm Lauren. Uh, and I found out when you call people on the phone, they're actually nice and helpful. That's a discovery for me. Is it literally is because I, I remember as a teenager being like, oh, my God, I could never like open my mouth and like ask someone a question. Like mm. I remember missing like being on the bus in high school and missing like five stops because I wouldn't just like ask the driver like, hey, is this like the stop? Mm -hmm. But it turns out when you just ask, people are generally really willing to help. They're super willing there. And, and I don't know if it's just because I've moved to Brooklyn, but mm -hmm. When you call businesses, they typically mm -hmm. are able to fix your problem. Isn't it wild? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's exclusively a Brooklyn thing. That doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Well, I <gasps> oh I don't God, know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that sounds like you have a Yorkie that just tried to like bite you in the neck. That was Eileen burping. Uh, uh, yeah. Listeners at home. Sorry. I'll take, um, I'm going to take that out. I'm going to take it no, out. No, don't. I love your burps. They're so Aww, funny. Thank you. They're you hear so that, funny. mom? People love my burps. <laughs> they're um, just what, so violent. They're so, and they're unexpected and you can't predict them. Wait, yeah. when, what thing were you doing where you needed help on the phone? Well, we had to switch our gym memberships and I worked at a gym selling memberships. So you I, sure did. You sure did. I sure did. Worked at Farquinox. <laughs> Farquinox. Uh, where you can get that Lord Farquad body and <laughs> remain a hottie. Um, mm -hmm. And Farquad. it was so fucking complex. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there's going to be a transfer fee and, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it was just so out of control. And so I called New York Sports Club and I said, Hi. We have an old membership we'd like to transfer over to you. It's less money now. The person did it in one second. And I said, by the way, I'm not here technically. I'm going to be upstate. Can I freeze my membership? Mm -hmm. And because we're only here for a few days and then we're going back upstate. Mm -hmm. And and he said, absolutely. I said, OK, do I need to come in to do that? He said, no, I'll set it for the day you want it. So if while you're here and moving, you can like come to the gym and then mm -hmm. it will freeze when it's time and I was like okay so where's the hard part where's the part mm -hmm, where I have to mm -hmm. like be worried about something and he was like not at all so we went today and everything worked fine and I was like oh. I in a fucking dream yes yes you were 
I think I was because I also didn't work out at all. I like laid on the mat (laughs) and posted to the crazy hot Instagram. That's the great. That's why we love gym memberships. We feel good about going and we don't. No one's forcing us to do anything. No, it's not like a class, but sporking of gym memberships. You like gymnastics. Why? Okay. Here's the thing about gymnastics. I'm so bad at it. I'm not flexible. But I think it would be really fun to, like, be able to tumble. And so I do want to, like, be able to do a back handspring. I think Mm -hmm. that would just be, like, because no one would ever expect that I could do a back handspring. Ever. So I think, and it's amazing exercise. I've been to two adult gymnastics class at Chelsea Piers. Both of them absolutely kicked my ass to the point where I was, like, humiliated. I was, like, the worst person. <laughs> okay, you know those wheelbarrow things where someone, like, grabs your ankles and pushes you and you have to walk on your hands? Yeah, it's called torture when you're a fat kid in, in elementary yeah. school. So it's I did torture. this. I had to. I w- the first class I ever went to was, like, 2016. I went to one of those classes. I went by myself. I didn't know anyone there. Mm-hmm. And the we did the wheelbarrow thing. I absolutely was so slow. And the person pushing me was like going really fast like thought that I was really fit and I kept like falling down and I was just like so embarrassed and then I biked home and then I napped for like three hours because I was exhausted but I it's amazing it's like amazing exercise and I really want to like you know be able to just like fold backward into like an arch or whatever like Mm -hmm. you know I think that would be like a very because it's like exercise plus you're learning a skill that's what I like I don't want to just like run for the sake of running that sucks you know Yes. I, first of all, I have, I have multiple points. Mm-hmm. One, fuck you, whoever was pushing my friend too yeah. fast as a wheelbarrow. She didn't like it I and didn't she didn't want to go that fast. I didn't want to go that fast. I wasn't capable. You're not late for anything. You're at fucking Chelsea Piers. You have to yeah. cross the highway. You're not going anywhere. Don't push my friend. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, you're welcome. Um, and secondly, Oh my gosh, when I worked at Equinox and people were like, well, I'm thinking about going to Chelsea Piers. They taught us to go, you know, you have to walk across the highway to get there. Oh Is that like something God. you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you like a, like a vagrant that like loves walking on the highway? I never um, walked on the highway. I took the bus. Oh, well, that's why. Uh, Who's walking? T- who is walking there? People who live in, in Hudson Yards. I guess, but I feel like you can... I feel like you can get there without. Do you mean just like the West Side Highway? Yeah, you have to cross. If you're walking there, you get off the train and walk down because no mm-hmm. train line goes to Chelsea Piers. There is a huge for for our non New Yorkers. There is a huge highway. There's mm-hmm. one on the West Side. There's one on the East Side. They're very fast paced. Mm-hmm. There's tons of traffic. Oh yeah, I guess you do have to cross it. You have to but cross the highway, and it's. It, I mean, you don't, but that's what Equinox told us to do. Yeah. Anyways, point number two, Mm -hmm. I forget. And point number three, (laughs) you do remind me of, remember when we were all watching Cheer? Okay. It was a year and a half ago. We were getting ready for Crazy Hat the Wet Show. You remember the really famous cheerleader whose parents were like stage parents? I think. Yeah. Yeah. You have a Gabby vibe. You do have a Gabby vibe. What? Mm -hmm. That that is nothing I ever expected anyone to say to me. Mm -hmm. That is something I've never thought i would hear in my life oh, let me group something you, together think. for you megan fox mm-hmm. gabby mm-hmm. from cheer eileen hanley oh my, stop Powerful, oh my god my head is blowing women. up no, my head doesn't fit in my apartment anymore <laughs> well you better go up to your roof bitch because i'm not <laughs> done oh okay 
Um, you absolutely have that vibe. I could totally see you wearing those little chonky sneakers in the yeah. socks that varsity cheer girls wear. Yes. And thirdly, uh, I wish you luck. And I think Thank if you, you. want to do a, a back arch, we can work on that when you come <laughs> over on Sunday. Okay, thanks. Maybe yeah. we'll do some. Maybe we'll do. <laughs> we'll do some for the for some our Instagram. For we'll, do Instagram. S- we'll do some Instagram. Wait, I have to tell you this thing that happened to me on the train earlier today. I was sitting on the train coming home and this dude was sitting, you know, there's like three seats and he was, there was a seat between us. So this dude was sitting on the other seat and he kept falling asleep um, to the point where like he would like lean over almost onto my shoulder and then Mm. like jerk awake. And like he was doing that over and like probably 15 times he did that. And I was literally sitting there laughing so hard because I was like this person does not like I felt bad because like they were clearly so tired but I was also like oh my god dude like don't lean on me please um and ultimately he didn't and I got off but I was just laughing because it was so funny like he could not stay awake (laughs) R.I.P. don't okay I have had that happen to me before. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was, it was like either a non-white man mm-hmm. or a woman. And I let them put their head on me. I was right next to me and I let them sleep on me for a couple stops. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's really brave of you. Yeah. I was what, feeling sweet. How did you get up? I just stood up and they like kind of woke up <laughs> and then the train was full. This was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. The train was full. And there, of course, I'm sure this happened to you. There are people watching you and like mm-hmm. laughing with you and saying, yeah. oh, my God, isn't this so funny? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, no uh, one was laughing with me. I think mm-hmm. no one was paying attention. Also, I was wearing a mask so people couldn't really see that I was laughing. But mm-hmm. I was like, really, I was like, this is so silly right now i was like dude get home like and i guess i guess wonder like what what i mean describe the dude like what was he doing that you're so sleepy i know okay so he was like pretty tall and skinny Mm -hmm. and he was just wearing like a black t-shirt and like some shorts and he had Mm -hmm. like sort of a messenger bag so he's a gamer or a tech nerd yeah yeah but he he honestly had more like skater vibes to me a little bit um I don't know. But I yeah, I was like are you are you coming home from work? Like maybe he had an overnight shift. Maybe it was his walk of shame. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I would so much prefer, by the way, if I was doing a walk of shame, I would prefer to be be making the walk of shame instead of having someone leave my apartment. Why? Because I I don't want people, I don't want a stranger like spending the night at my house basically. I'm not a good hostess. Wait, I don't understand. You would rather be the walk of shame is in the morning. So they yeah. would have spent the night at your house. No, I would have spent the night at their house. Oh, I want to be like to say their be, house. Yes. I don't want mm. anyone at my house. <gasps> Our guest is here. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, t- <laughs> they don't I'm a have- terrible hostess. I don't want anyone at my house. Oh, our guest is here. <laughs> I'm re- yeah, I'm not a good host. Um, and it's from my childhood because I lived on an island and I never had friends over. 
That's why. Listeners, we have an amazing guest for you today. He has gone viral on Instagram for his amazing freestyle rapping. You know him from Troubadour. He's the host of Jack's Fruit, a comedy show with our beloved friend of the pod, Maria Dakotas. And he has music coming out every Friday all summer long as Ronnie Cortado. Please give a very warm welcome to Steve Genty. Welcome, Steve. Welcome to the board. What's up? Um, how? Where do you live? Koreatown. So. In in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Wow. Do you yeah. like it there? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate yeah. it. It is. I, it is. It is like really feels like it's crawling with mm-hmm. both New Yorkers, tourists, and just activity at all times. Yeah. Is it very loud? Super duper like I live by like some industrial shit. So like one side of my apartment you just hear like people building shit mm-hmm. for like hours. Like, oh come on. Oh dog. my god. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute, but this is my job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to I bring this thing around the city. That's true. Okay, the one time the the drunkest person I've ever seen in New York was in Koreatown or very close to it. I used to work at a restaurant in 23rd, around 23rd Street. So I would walk up through Koreatown one night. I was on the phone and I saw this woman who was a teacher here in New York to go to a teacher's convention, wasted out of her mind doing a parkour routine in one of those industrial construction sites, like behind the fence. Don't know how she got back there. Walking across planks, falling down over big, those big round orange like. Oh, my God things and i ended up staying with her for like an hour she was obliterated i thought she had got gotten like um you know what's the date rape drug i thought she had been like slipped something roofied yeah i thought she had gotten roofied she was dressed like a teacher she was a teacher she was rolling on the ground she threw up in her purse she tried to run away from me two times she Jesus got back Christ. on the ground and then eventually I figured out how to get into her phone and her husband ran up the street. I couldn't find you. Where were you? That that, you know, dinner ended like six hours ago. I don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck happened to this woman, but it was in Koreatown <laughs> oh and God. she was climbing through the construction. Wow. Uh, That's wild. Yeah, what's Steve, what's like your favorite area of New York City? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. This is gonna be like a pretty cliche answer, but probably like Bedside. But that's because uh, I love Bedside. I used to kick it. I used to kick it with my my grandpa. Aww. When he was old, yeah, and he was like like off of like uh, what was it like the Nordstrom G? So like around there is pretty sick. I mean now it's fucking different, but back yeah. in the day when it was like yeah. Haitian restaurants and shit, it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. But I, I used to live it, off that stop. Hell yeah! Yeah, it was it was cool. Um. Okay, Steve, we have brought you onto this podcast to mm-hmm. ask you one question and then and you it. can leave and that's and it. And then you're done. We'll be done once we figure it um, out. Once we figure it out. The question is, why, why are, you are you so, so hot? hot? What is it about you that makes you hot? It can be physical. It can be emotional in your soul. Mm-hmm. What Things what? that are obvious, things mm-hmm. that are secret that you enjoy just between you and Steve. Yes. You know, <laughs> between sure. you and Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that I'm able to make a conversation about different stuff. 
and usually people are surprised and then they're like oh she's kind of cool but i would i would say <laughs> that's my biggest oh. hot factor okay yeah. what's like the most surprising conversation starter you've ever um like pounced upon someone with um it was uh after like an improv class and mm-hmm. there was like three white dudes and they were like wow man animal collective is crazy i'm like yeah that shit is fire and they were like, you like Animal Collective? I'm like, yeah, man, Brother Sport smacks. Mm-hmm. And they were like, why didn't we talk to you all eight weeks yeah. in the club? You know what I'm saying? So, I am devastated. Yeah, I was like, all right, bro. Nice. Just because I got like a G-Unit shirt on doesn't mean I don't mm-hmm. know indie music, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're an indie music fiend. Well, Ronnie Cortado is probably the king of indie music, I would imagine. The indiest. I hope. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hello? I'm, I'm here. I'm back. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we froze a little bit. Wait, can you tell us, like, okay, so is Ronnie Cortado, like, a persona that you have, and how is Ronnie different from Steve? And also, can you introduce yourself to our audience and those of us who have not, you know, we have a lot of listeners in Cedar Rapids, Ohio, so, so they need to know. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. No, there's a set. It's a very small oh, city okay. in Ohio. It's actually okay, it is my bad. real. My bad. Um, then we get thousands of listens from there. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, give us give us a rundown on who is Steve to Steve, mm-hmm. and then who, who is, is Ronnie, Ronnie Cortado? Cortado to Steve? Uh, Steve Genty is a uh, laid back, kind of stupid, <laughs> just chilling dude. <laughs> and then uh, Ronnie Cortado is Steve in different parts of his life mm-hmm. and then ronnie records an album or an ep about that specific part of their life so that's kind of it. nice so what, what parts of your life does ronnie mm-hmm. go through uh for my first project as ronnie it was specifically when i first moved uh into the city to join like a improv team i was like okay now i could move to the city and actually do comedy so the whole album is kind of about the ups and downs of going through that and feeling like a diversity hire or mm-hmm. not really knowing if you're there for talent or race or mm-hmm. stuff like that and mm-hmm. then meeting numerous of different people and mm-hmm. feel like that yeah that must suck to feel when you know that you're so talented mm-hmm. and and you are you're in you're insanely like, talented insanely it's wild yeah i appreciate that yeah where is it that where are you from i'm uh, i was born in park slope but oh, nice. then my family moved uh to brentwood long island so i was raised in brentwood so when everyone asked me i'd be like yeah i'm from brentwood long island nice but nice. my family is from haiti though oh nice nice yeah, yeah, hence yeah. the the your grandfather haitian restaurants mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. exactly what's like um a classic haitian dish like what do we eat and it's actually mm-hmm. we're eating haitian all right like uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna say it in uh creole because i can't say it in english but it's nice. ave, um what's it called grill do you grill so it's basically like you get this rice and they put like a lot of spices mm-hmm. you get these fucking red beans and then you get like pork and it's just like a little bit of fat on it. And mm-hmm. then they use pricklies. So pricklies is like if you take like the thing in coleslaw and then you like let it soak like this kind of like jalapeno pepper water. And then you take it out and you sprinkle it on the rice. It's fucking banging. And then on the side, they have fried plantings. And you can get them sweet. Oh, come on. 
Oh, that sounds amazing. That yeah. that cabbage crunch is something that will I I will be enjoying for the rest of my life. I fucking <laughs> love kimchi, mm-hmm. uh, coleslaw, mm-hmm. pricklies. Am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any pickled vegetable with a little bit of, of spicy spice. Do you have a dog? Uh, my roommate does. And hold Aww, on, my apologies. Oh no, it's okay. Ify no, we're like, like want to welcome him onto the pod. Yeah, we want to see him. Can we see the doggy? We, you don't Fifi have to. Also. <gasps> Fifi. Uh, I think Fifi is hungry. Don't worry. Oh. Yeah, my lovely partner's feeding him. My apologies. Oh my god, it's fine. Don't no worry. Worries. Any, any, any pet is welcome. Any friend of the pod. We've yep. seen we've seen numerous pets on the pod. Love mm-hmm. them all. One mm-hmm. was named Michelle Robinson. We love her. Um, that's great. Uh, can you talk a little bit? So I remember when you were like stopped on the street and someone asked you to freestyle rap and it like absolutely blew up and it was incredible. Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Like, how did that go down? It's pretty stupid. So <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I, was, I, was with, I was with my roommate at the time mm-hmm. and then we were going to Urban Outfitters because he needed like, I think it was like new pants mm-hmm. for like a party he was going through. Like, it was like an all white, some stupid shit or all brown. I forgot what the fuck it was. Like the so outfit like, had to be all white or all brown? It was some shit. It was like some kind of like weird, like we're like, it's black power, but we're going to flip the game. So it was either an all white party or all brown party. Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> but I was like, yo, bro, if you're buying pants, like I'll, I'll go with you. So I, I never with- miss an opportunity to buy pants. Also, it was like I was doing nothing at the apartment. Yeah, yeah. So we, and Urban we, has a ton of testers. I'm in Urban, like I am wet with tester spray when I leave <laughs> Urban Outfitters. I feel you. So we go, we go into the Urban, and there's like this dude. I don't want to disrespect him because he's so nice. He has like this big ass jacket and sunglasses and a mic, and he's just hanging a mic in people's faces. And me and my roommate are like, all right, we're not gonna fuck with that. Mm-hmm. We go inside the Urban, and when we come out, the same dude's out there. There's a guy with like a Nikon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then he goes to my roommate and he's like, yo, do you guys know how to freestyle rap? We're recording people freestyle rap. <gasps> and my roommate literally goes, I can't, but this nigga would. And just <laughs> slides out of the way. <laughs> like, just glides out. And I'm like, at that Goodbye. point, I did not want to rap. So I was just like, ah. and I was chewing gum. So I was just like, fuck, like, all right, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll rap. You know what I mean? So they play a beat. And if you could, if you watch it, you could tell for the first like 50 seconds, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to really like get into this beat because it's not that good. Mm -hmm. But once like the minute mark happens, like that's when everything clicked like, oh, okay, I could flow on it. Mm -hmm. And then the dude was super nice. Dude was super nice. He got my information. He sent the video to different places. So shout out my man. I think his name was like Mikel or, or Michelle, something like that. But hell yeah. He invited me. So he used to do this thing where he would invite other rappers to Union Square to rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, those videos got kind of little. But uh, he's a nice dude. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. Because I, I remember when that was happening, I was like seeing this video. And I was like, wait, I know that guy. Like, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um, what did they give you a prompt or were you just like, I guess I'll think of something? Nothing. They were just like, because I understand what because if you watch the full video, which is like 26 minutes, everybody sucks. Like, every wow. so he was basically like, I'm going to make you look stupid. So mm-hmm. you could see how happy he gets when he's like, this guy's not trash. Like, every, like yeah. he's happy. So that was the whole thing was like to make people look dumb. That was what what luck 
that he right. found you. I like, know. He, and good for him. yeah, good for him, honestly. <laughs> so, Steve, are you you also are an incredible improviser? Mm-hmm. And do you do stand up as well? No, but see what <laughs> what happened was I did a couple jokes like just like improvise at the lag jack fruit mm-hmm. and like all the homies were like yo you should start writing jokes mm-hmm. man or did you write that joke mm-hmm. or you work-? I was like yo I just did it off the noggin mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I might try to start doing jokes so I have like uh I guess more breathing time in my set yeah and yeah, yeah it's it's hard especially if, wait when you say set when you perform you are you mostly do freestyle yeah so I yeah. do three songs and in between each song I have like a little like joke but all right. those jokes I've written right it is i think for me also because i do musical comedy and the hardest part for me is like in between the songs like what do i say and a lot of it sounds really dumb um so i need to get better at that but it's and it because it's true you do need to like write those jokes that go in between the things um but i've never noticed that about about you if that makes you feel better but you (laughs) should you should do stand up you'd be great at it i'm sure thank you i'm gonna give it a go yeah, give it a go. Can you talk a little bit about your journey through through comedy and through, like, does your comedy and your freestyle rapping ever meet or are they very separate? How did you find comedy and, and improv and all of that? So uh, in Long Island, it's like a like a beautiful thing to take the L-I-R-R and go to the city for a couple hours and then go back to Long Island because it's pretty boring over there. <laughs> nice. So one time, me and my brother, we were just like, high walking around and then uh he seen like the ucb thing like the little mm-hmm. i don't know overhead thing and he's like oh i, I remember that show on comedy central and he's like it's pretty funny so whatever they're showing should be funny so my brother walked towards the door and then i think the next show was broad city and he's like i don't know what the fuck that is but it's five bucks mm-hmm. and it's like before the tv show it's like when the web series is popping mm-hmm. so i was like yeah fuck it i'll pay five bucks so we had a Great time at the show. And at the end of the show, Abby and Alana are like, oh, if you want to take classes, uh, you can take classes here. You can do the same thing here. So my brother, for my birthday, got me the first class. Aww. And then after that, I, I was really bad because <laughs> I never acted or did comedy before. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin, <laughs> she was like, yeah, Yo, you can't go out like that. You can't go out like a Mark-ass buster. <laughs> so then I, then I brought 201. And then 201, all the homies were like, yo, you kind of... You kind of did it up there. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I don't know. And they were like, yo, I don't know. And then I did 301. And that's when the homies were like, ah, yo, Steve, like, yeah, I think it. you fucked it up. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I got scholarships and I kept doing it. Amazing. And you were on, you were on like the last Lloyd team. Is that traumatic to speak about? And you don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, Low key, yeah. Because the homies were so, like the homie homies, the hood, they were so hyped. Because I just yeah. sent them the fucking, the eight headshots. Because we used to be like, after the show, when we were going back to Long Island, we used to pull up the eight headshots and it'd be like, this person wasn't funny, this person was funny. Mm-hmm. So they were like, look, our homie's one of the eight headshots. And now that shit is gone. Oh, it's so, so <laughs> disappointing. Like, it's so tragic that it ended that way. Like, yeah. you deserved so much more. You deserved Harold. You deserved weekend team <laughs> status. Thank you. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Steve, ooh. we do need to have a little word from our sponsor. Um, yeah. And we are really sorry about this because it's humiliating. Um, 
but it's it's the worst part of the show. Like it will be wor- better before and after this, but it's yeah. a, we just have to do it. We just Let's have just to get it. it over with. Okay. <clears throat> do you wake up every day and do the same boring routine: brushing your teeth, showering, clothing, going to work, taking a dump on the clock, coming home, ordering takeout, getting high, and falling asleep with the TV on? Do you dread going to work on Monday morning only because you don't have a fun answer to the inevitable, so what did you do this weekend? Are you craving a little spice and change of pace to your life? Look no further. Introducing Messy Friend, a service that allows you to rent a friend who is spunky, funny, full of life, and just a hair annoying to throw a wrench into your perfect plans. They'll buzz your apartment at 2 a.m. begging to sleep on your couch because they got thrown out of a bar and lost all of their belongings. They'll hook up with your sibling and create chaos at every house party for the next six months guaranteed personalize your messy friend to invade your life however you want whether it's ruining your spoiled friend's bachelorette party coming into your work drunk and getting you fired or driving to connecticut and having their car break down so you have to go get them never again will you have a boring weekend story messy friend let's get dirty together we're so sorry about that that is (laughs) it was messed up that we had to say that but we had to say it's absolutely a horrible service and we actually don't endorse them although legally we have to to. and we do um yeah so i just wanted to um apologize once again and then i also contractually have to say messy friend use the code panty trail to get 10 percent off your first week with messy friend She'll leave dirty panties all around your house and concern your boyfriend. Messy friend. Wow. The dirty panty trail is a bestseller for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have no idea how much like personal turmoil a poorly placed pair of dirty panties mm-hmm. will cause someone. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Steve, so- <laughs> now, now that we're getting out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit like what what's your day to day life? What's your job? What are what are your best friend's hobbies? Tell us about your <laughs> yourself and your life. Yeah, usually I wake up, uh, make like an avocado toast, mm. go for a jog. Sometimes okay, I like brag. Ball. He exercises. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to jogging. Shout uh, out to jogging. Some, sometimes while I'm making the breakfast, I will like make a playlist for the day you feel me mm-hmm. and uh usually i'm doing a, i'm doing a lot of dumb shit i sometimes i go to my homie's crib make it make a song uh sometimes i go to the homie's crib try to help them with a music video because uh, i'm currently i'm unemployed right now so same trying to, <laughs> trying to do all the the same. artsy shit before i gotta get a job job mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? mm-hmm. <laughs> totally it's so. like we have to like take advantage of this time even though it feels like i mean to me at least it feels a little like Ah, I should like, I should get back to being a cog in the wheel of capitalism. But also, like, I'll probably never have this time again to be oh. to just be like unemployed and like enjoying life more, which is sad. Um, so I'm trying to like take advantage of it. Every Hashtag sad. Hashtag sad AF. Mm-hmm. Steve, what were you doing previously to the to the um, panda bear? I was a, a bartender at the Brooklyn Brewery. Oh, nice. I've been there and I didn't see you, but probably your day off. We were there too, and we had a great time. We got a pickle um, in a pouch, and my future sister in law, Carly, spilled it on her corduroy bell bottom pants, and it like took the color off of them. (laughs) You, it like ruined the pants because she got pickle pants, Uh, but it was fabulous. That's a cool place to work. So that's like in Williamsburg, yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. 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 Can I ask you something? So I'm a person who like, like if that man had come up to me and shoved a microphone in my face and been like, can you freestyle? I would absolutely have like panicked and ran away. How, and this is maybe like too broad of a question. Like how do, how do you freestyle? And like what, what's the process? What is it that makes it like click? Um, so what I do is I count bars in my head. Mm-hmm. So it's like if, like if I'm on stage, nobody wants to hear anything that's not longer than a normal verse in a song. Mm-hmm. So I have to rhyme eight times. And then when I get to the seventh, to land on the eight, I try to make sure that line hits the crowd the hardest. And then I bring the chorus back. So I okay. kind of do it like that. But what I also do is, this is not really fucked up. I kind of uh, like read the room. So it's like, if this, <laughs> this sounds so fucked up. If it's like a lot of POCs, I'm going to reference something I know that POCs are going to know about. Mm-hmm. And if it's like an all white room, I'm going to probably reference something an all white room knows about. And then like try to connect with the crowd. But if it's like uh, <laughs> older people, I'll just rap like I'm on Lonely Island. Because they don't really give a fuck about rapping. A little more vanilla. You're on Lonely Island. (laughs) (laughs) That's as far as they could get into the comedy world before things started to phase out, like iOS 6. (laughs) They're like, huh, this is charming. Some charming rap. (laughs) Now I'm like, what white shit was Steve rapping to the group at Tiny Cupboard (laughs) when we're all sitting there with our, like, giant white claws? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what would be, like, white people shit that you would reference? For me and Lauren's sake, um, <laughs> um, I'm also Armenian, like, so you can you can take some Middle Eastern okay. influence as well. Probably like like Wes Anderson, David yep. Lynch, um, okay. hummus. <laughs> hummus yeah. I have one in my fridge nice. right now. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> no, but seriously, the Sabra garlic hummus is loaded with garlic. Like you get mm-hmm. home and you have to eat it because it's so poppin' that it's it's if you're a garlic fiend. Mm-hmm. Hit it up. Hit it up. We gotta go. We gotta Loaded. go. Loaded. Loaded. Uh, so, Steve, when you when you say that you want the seventh, you're in the seventh bar. You're thinking the eighth has to hit. You mean like, um, it needs to be the funniest, or it needs to be like the most like it, whoa it's like the punch the, the punchline, or what do you mean by it hit? has to it has to be like a, like a like a blackout line. So mm-hmm. I was doing a uh, Jesse Roth show. Oh yes. And I think, I, th- I think it was like something on a boat. So I said, um, I'm chilling on a boat. That's my damn word. Then I was like, I'm lonely on this Island. Where the hell is Sandberg? And then the whole crowd was like, ah, and I knew I was going to land on Sandberg by the line before. Cause I knew that it would have to be the blackout line. And then I bring the hook back. Like, yeah, I'm chilling on a boat and I'm ch-, like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it's really the 15th line. To the 16th line but to make it seem a little easier in my mind it's like it's just eight because they're couplets rhyme. kind of exactly, exactly exactly that is insane that you think of that on the spot like that's <laughs> it that's so wild Such i couldn't talent. write i could not write that in a million years oh Eileen, my we have this improv game so eileen's an incredible singer she's she's a fantastic musician much Thank like yourself you. steve um and there is this improv game that we would do to warm up as the sister wives that I oh, yeah. sucks at. I'm and so I'm bad. like, how are you so bad at this? You're such a great musician. And to watch her just like turn off and her eyes just dart around the room and she's like, Ugh. and but she looks I bet so stupid. 
I do. I it really freaks you me know. out. But I'm sure Steve is amazing at that game. It's you know, um, in improv warmups, did you ever play like, uh, like the this without the that? I'm terrible. No, how, is it? how can you no, be terrible? I mean, this makes sense. You guys are both talented musicians and you can't play the this without the that. Yeah. Anything that doesn't allow you to, to flow, mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Because that's my whole thing yeah. is I, I could flow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and like if, if someone's if interrupting gotta, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Wait, I let's... feel like you're, you're stuck to it's this without the that and then the that without it's like yo i can't rap any other way i gotta do this yeah yeah let's wow, do it right now feel, that makes me feel a lot better let's do it right <laughs> okay now. let's do it right now oh my okay, god i'll this start be because show. i know y'all can't start um, so we'll okay, go ready? lauren me and then steve okay oh my god it's gonna be so bad okay the cat without the paw is like the white without the claw the claw without the bear is like my mom without a scare <laughs> uh a stare without a mirror is like the glasses that don't get clear. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, oh my okay, God. Steve. So you are good, and Eileen, you still suck. And I still suck. Because you should have said my mom without her hair. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was one correct answer to this improv game. Well, Listen. no, but I would say that with Mind Meld. When we were playing Mind Meld all the time, I would people would be like, oh, Disneyland and Waterball. And I'd be like, I know. I know the answer when it's not my turn. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know what it is. Remember when Tom White was like, stop telling people, come on, you got this. I know it. You should know it. Yeah. He's like, it's not it. There's not one answer. I know. I know. You fucking Virgo control freak. Yeah, but um, that was that was back when we were little babies. We didn't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, Steve, what's your favorite? What's like your favorite improv game? This is so Ooh. nerdy of us. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, like, 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 like a warm up game or like like a scene game? Uh, like a warm-up game. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, probably a tie between Past the Faith and Mind Melt. Wow, Past the Face is a fave. Yeah. That's a, for our listeners who don't know. Past the Face is when you all stand in a circle and you make a face at the person next to you, and then that person makes the face at the person next to them, and they pass the face mm-hmm. around the circle, and it sort of morphs. Um. That's so interesting. What do you like about that one? Because I, mean, I always used to get the note, like, Steve, you don't be acting. And that shit used to get me, that shit used to get me mad. So then when we do that shit, yeah. it's like, oh, Steve can act. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not finna pre, re, like, set a character and then come out like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That you, shit used to it's get me mad. improv. You don't yeah. plan the character. Come on, guys. But I have the same issue, Steve. I, I can act and I tend to be a talking head. I tend to not put my body into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I even do stupid shit like I do the fake gun like this all the time and I'm like, Lauren, you know you're doing things that are great but you're not you're doing also stupid shit mm-hmm. that like you, if you fix this, your improv would just mm-hmm. you know. Wait, I have a question for Steve mm-hmm. our guest Steve I have been on a mental health journey recently. I've been dealing with a lot of anxiety. I have a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, and I'm getting neuropsychiatric testing done. I have not had a breakdown, but it has brought me into this whole new world of we're all dealing with our shit. Because I used to think, unless you're on the street, like eating a plastic bag and talking to yourself, you don't need to have a whole mental health team. You are a 
super like you said you're like a laid back you have fun you have a fucking fun life it seems how (laughs) I don't want to say how is your mental health how is your mental health how do you deal what do you deal with what are you comfortable talking about and how do you deal with it because I think we're all feeling all different types of shit yeah um I deal a lot with like I would say uh most of my other siblings have real jobs and mm-hmm. I don't have a real job. But my parents aren't like, oh, fuck you, this and this bitch. Because I haven't asked my <laughs> parents for like money in like four years. Yeah. So they're like, Steve's doing fine. But it's like, I always deal with like, is it worth me putting all this time into doing comedy or should like I get like a real job? Or is it too late to like go back to college? Because like my college kind of like, like, shut down and then I was just like oh this is like a sign to just do comedy so I kind of didn't go to college after that so how did your college shut down what were you studying I was trying to be an English teacher it like it for real went bankrupt but there's like people told me it was like a mob it was like wild shit like for real wild shit what college was this it was a mob front uh (laughs) Dowling Dowling College did not come for me but that's what that's what the homie told me. Dowling College, if you look it up, like that shit shut down. Oh but my for real, god! Somebody told me it was like a mob front or something. I, hey, <laughs> once again, I don't know if it's true. This <laughs> is, to get that is so wild. That is <laughs> so shit. funny. But yeah, uh, but I, I deal with like, like, would I enjoy having like a nine to five mm-hmm. and having a normal job? But I think for, like, when I'm feeling, like, depressed or anxious, I'm anxious, like, 24-7, though. Same. Uh, so Same. The depressive stuff comes it comes and goes. But I think the most important thing, or when I when I started to be a little bit more happy, is when you find friends that are, like, genuine. And I feel like doing comedy or anything that's, like, in the arts or the industry is kind of difficult to know, like, who really fuck with you and who's really trying to use you to get to the point they want to get to. Right. But, like, I found a close group of people that really like being around me and they like what I'm doing and they're very supportive. So whenever I'm low, I kind of just hang out with them and express how I'm feeling. And usually, like, like at least in the POC culture, so they think it's kind of weak to express if you're feeling depressive or sad. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you tell your homies that shit half the time, they're going through the same thing, too. Mm-hmm. So I kind of try to do that. And I think, like, because I can't afford, like, therapy or cool shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think like writing stuff down or like even if it's like a script that you're not mm-hmm. going to ever show anyone, you kind of get your feelings mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and look at it and you'd be like, all right, like this is cool. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of off your chest. So that's kind of what I do. I I won't. I'm not going to put this in the pod if you don't want. But if you want, Steve, I have like some really affordable therapy resources that have really helped me in the past. Um, things that are like 30 bucks an hour, like between 30 and 60 bucks an hour. And then you can Mm -hmm. go like as frequently or as infrequently as you want that, that that's how I was able to afford therapy. Um, if you want, I can give it to you off pod afterwards. And likewise, I have, um, I go to Dean Hope Center at Columbia Mm -hmm. university and it's sliding scale. So I pay $10 per session for my therapy. Amazing. Um, and it's with, with grad and PhD students. Because I also, everything there is sliding scale Mm because I can't afford any of that shit. Um, And I always thought, one, you're not sick enough to need it, which is not true. Not true at all. Everybody can benefit from it. And two, you have to have an amazing job with great benefits to go there. And I have had no health insurance 
for years. I recently just got it and it's very a low grade one and I'm still able to find this. And if you are listeners, if there is a college or university near you that has any sort of program, they need clinical hours. So call, <coughs> inquire. A lot of um, a lot of places have sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yes, writing things down. My, also, mm-hmm. I go to therapy for them to be like, why don't you write that down? And you're like, Pfft. and I'm like, I just told you. Down. (laughs) Then who's gonna look at the clearance section on ASOS if I'm writing down my (laughs) Wait, Steve. Steve, what's your sign? Gemini. May twenty fifth, baby. That's my mom's birthday, Steve. Oh, that's crazy. crazy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Steve's your mom. (laughs) I wish. You guys actually would get along so well. My mom's awesome. Do you feel like you? Do you feel like you um relate to the Gemini? Uh. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that I'm a like a like a social chameleon. Mm. Like I can adapt to. I'm not really a people pleaser. If you ask any of my friends, they'll be like, "Steve really don't give a fuck." Mm-hmm. But I could be like, if I'm at a party with like different kind of people, I could kind of spark a conversation and look all right. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. That reminds me of your freestyling. Like when you came out and you're like, "Listen, I can talk about anything." Your ability to, yeah, like change shape your shift, scope blend in Sh- yeah just like an actor a shape shifter yeah. i had this old character <laughs> that i used to do only to my friends that thinks ap- actors are shape shifters like and and liars mm-hmm. and they go to school to learn to lie and shape shift and that it's like evil and insincere maybe you could use it for your fake christian characters eileen okay yeah um <laughs> But that that's all in the same family to me, Steve. Like, mm-hmm. your ability to rap about anything. Your ability to get in and be like, I'm interested and know a lot about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So you were just like a, an encyclopedia. So I, I imagine when... Uh, oh, my God. I can't fucking talk about freestyle rapping without sounding, like, painfully white. <laughs> when I imagine an encyclopedia opening when you're starting your freestyle rapping <laughs> and you're flipping from page to page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually what my brother used to call me. An encyclopedia? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. What letter? Yeah. No, he just, he just called me that because he's like, nice. Yo, you know so much about different shit and you couldn't sprinkle it in. And, mm. yeah. and I'm like, yeah. thanks, bro. Thanks. You yeah. totally can. Well, Steve, we have a couple of listener questions um, that oh. we would love your help in answering if you feel if you feel up to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if you don't, you have to because you are contractually <laughs> obligated. Mm-hmm. By being <laughs> on the spot. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, they're they're good questions, and you're really wise, so you're definitely gonna be able to help these people. Okay, here's our first letter. <clears throat> Crazy hot. I really am not religious, but I love the comfort, assuredness, and community that religion brings. It has traditions, holidays, even prayer and meditation built into it. I think my life would be more enjoyable with some devotion in it. But I'm an atheist. Help, sincerely, church lady. Fix the problem, Steve. Fix it. Tell yeah. her what to do. <laughs> I don't know. This is a, this is gonna be extremely fucked up. Please, nobody come after me. But <laughs> I already have my old disclaimer. university coming after me. Dollars <laughs> gonna come after me. Uh, any, I think anything could be a religion, like a religion. Like I think the way certain people go to the gym and they have a whole schedule for that, mm. and they're looking up how to do this and that and the fifth. That's a religion, or if you wake up every day at 7 a.m. to make music, and that's a religion. So if you just want to put a structure to your life, you should find something that you're really into, 
and then put your structure into that. But you don't necessarily need to make your religion like a religion. Mm -hmm. You can, for all you know, you could just be like, I'm about to start reading mad books. And then you pick a book, you go to the mm -hmm. bookstore, you go to the coffee shop, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's all this person really needs. Wait, that's great advice. That's incredible advice. <laughs> what a compliment. That's I was perfect like in the advice. clouds. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Us, I don't know. Like, I will say that I think someone? Unitarians <laughs> worship some. You could worship me. Worship me. Uh, worship <laughs> us. You could become a yeah, devotion uh, to Crazy Hot. Mm -hmm. I think Unitarian, Universalist Unitarians mm -hmm. are kind of on this tip where they're like, we, I don't know exactly what, what text they read from or if they do at all, but they're kind of like, a church structure without having any codified like we believe in Jesus mm -hmm, or we believe mm -hmm. in they're more about um, like the universe and like the powers and the spirits in mm -hmm. the air the energy which that's why the universalist Unitarians are the shit they are the best but like Steve said yeah I think anything that you're passionate about can be something that you focus your life around and you can find community there and you can that was great that was perfect advice yeah, you, uh, there is a I think part of discipline in your life in certain areas and serious discipline throughout your whole lifetime creates a deep sense of happiness. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's hard for people like us who are comedians and actors and performers because we have to be everywhere all the time. Um, so so dry. Like for me, it was a yoga practice. And this is where I kind of heard this sentiment of if you maintain just one strong avenue of discipline in your life daily, whether it's your music, your yoga practice, whatever, um, it will be a deep well of, of happiness for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. you know, and the community comes with it. Like Steve, you are benefiting so much from the social support of having good friends. And that's something that I think a lot of us probably need to think about coming out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Wait, Steve, this is unrelated, but Steve, are you on TikTok? Uh, you know what's crazy? I just made one, but my beatboxer is very sick. Aww. So, yeah, <gasps> I think we're going to film like 30 before he has to go to California <gasps> for like two weeks. That's a great so idea. Gonna, Wait, you yeah, know what you should do? You should just repost the viral Instagram clip of you freestyle rapping. Like that would Im <sighs> immediately blow up, especially especially if you have not posted anything yet or you've only posted like a couple of things new tiktok accounts they really like those have a better chance of like going viral immediately like you post that i gu guarantee i'm guaranteeing you two hundred thousand views like it at or least, what at least or what eileen or, or what? i'll give what, you what if he or i'll give you five dollars <laughs> okay, it's on. it's on crazy hot it's on well steve also hasn't said yes and he's the one that has to say I'm, I'm, after this, I'm going to go for a jog and I'm going to do that. You do okay. that. And you, Scout's honor. Scout's honor. Mm -hmm. Scout's honor. And I'm going to look you up and I'm going to keep tabs on it. Yeah. It's Steve <laughs> underscore exacto. That's my TikTok Oh, because it's you and Ethan together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Ethan, feel better. Ethan, feel yeah. better. It sucks. It sucks when it's hot and you're sick. You're like, the fuck is going on? Wait, so his name is, it, it, that's his stage name is exacto? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wait, you have okay. I'm following you. You have one follower, and now Hell you yeah. now you have two. Let's go. <laughs> you're Let's about go. to have three. Yeah. I don't want to gas you up, but you're about to have three. Um, okay, nice. so we're on a roll. Steve's yes. about to go viral. He's also about to maybe make. Well, no, you're not going to make five dollars because you're going to go viral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's hit one more question. Yep. Let's hit one more question. Uh, dear Crazy Hot, 
my best friend in the world has a hobby that I just cannot get behind. She makes dresses out of different kinds of tape, duct tape, packing tape, scotch tape, boob tape, you name it. They are not the they are not only the ugliest things I have ever seen, but she spends hours and hours making them and has little to no customers. She's always complaining to me about how people either never buy her dresses or they complain about getting rashes from them. I want to tell her, duh, your dresses are an insane idea and no one wants a duct tape dress. I feel like she's putting pressure on me to buy one and I do not want one. Uh, and I do not want one, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. Do I tell her that her duct tape dresses are the dumbest idea in the world or do I just buy one to support her? <laughs> they cost a minimum. <laughs> they cost a minimum of $1,000. <laughs> Signed. Duct tape friend. Steve, uh, fix this problem. Fix her problem, Steve. First, first of all, if that's your real homie, even if they're doing something stupid, let it play out. You know what I mean? Because you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like you think, you think Soldier Boy's friends heard Crank that and they were like, "This is gonna move the world." They were like, "This is stupid," but then it moved the world. So oh that's one thing. Second, maybe you should tell your friend, "Hey." This shit is a little expensive. Maybe cut it down 30, mm-hmm. 40, something like that. Mm-hmm. But if people are buying it for $1,000 and they're getting rashes, your friend already won. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Because they got a rack in the bank. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think you should support your homies on any endeavor because I feel like now the dumbest shit blows up and you just mm-hmm. don't know. Fashion is insane. That could be the, like Jeremy Scott mm-hmm. put teddy bears on sneakers for 375 <laughs> and I was a teenager almost about to buy it. So you don't know. Oh my God. Again, yeah. amazing advice. Amazing advice. And also something we overlooked that we really need to touch on, Steve, is your personal style is off the charts cool. Oh my God, so Thank cool. You. Yeah. So yeah. cool. So Thank I'm not surprised you. that high school Steve in Bethelsville, Longer Island, was like, <laughs> I might get these Jeremy Scott sneakers. <laughs> Um, well, it makes sense because you were willing to go to Urban Outfitters with your friend who is buying all white or all brown pants. Yeah, for a brown, brown or white. For an all br- white or all brown outfit. A brout fit, as they a call brow. it. Or a wout fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of those... Can- I, every time somebody says brown and white together, all I can think of is the candy cowtails. Have you guys ever had one of these? Oh, I love They're cowtails. They're fucking weird. What is that? It, it, it's a weird-ass it, candy. Okay, it's like a... Um, so the outs, it's like white on the out. Wait, is it white on no. the outside, brown on the inside, it's or reverse? Reverse. Okay. So it's, it's like caramel a- taffy mm-hmm. in a tube, and the middle is, is like, like a marshmallow. marshmallow. Ooh. And they are, I think they're really good, and they're always like just at the register. Like you never, like you never seek out a cowtail. It kind of like finds you. It's just like mm-hmm. at the register. And you're like, oh, I guess I'll have a cowtail. Um, next time, next time I see one, Steve, I'll buy one for you. Oh yeah, and then she'll that. see you a year later, and then and she'll give it so, to you. and then I'll <laughs> yeah, and I'll give you a year old. Cow-tail. No, we'll see you. My, you know what makes me mad about cowtails is you know when your mom and your brother or sister get have like a bonding thing where they like love doing something together, and you're not a part of it. My fucking mom and my brother were eating cowtails together. They always. <laughs> They were eating Twinkies for breakfast once for like two weeks straight oh together. Oh, my God. They were eating cowtails together. They actually work together. So I'm like, can you, Already can so I get jealous. in on this? Mm-hmm. I know. I get so mad. I'm like, stop fucking eating cowtails together, you two. Like, <laughs> or get tw- me one. 
corn dogs for breakfast and they're like they're pancake puppies they're pancakes on a sausage and it's like wait they're not steve how, how many siblings do you have so i grew up with uh two siblings nice so i grew up with a brother and a sister but i have six brothers and six so yeah six brothers six sisters what wow are they where do you land in the order i am the youngest but my dad had three wives the youngest Uh, you're the youngest how old is the oldest one he gotta be hitting like 40 right now wow wow like like mid 40s i don't know them too well yeah they don't speak english but i know my dad got around with his three oh my god that's wild but yeah. you're really only close with two of them, or they you know yeah. them the best. Yeah. So uh, the ones with my mom are the ones I'm close with. Nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, wow. So you're the youngest of thirteen. Yeah. My dad bugged out. Oh my god, that's wild. Do you want to have kids one day, Steve? Hell no. No. Hell no. no. I sort oh, of agree. You're sure. I, you're sure. I, you're like I cannot be convinced. I don't want to. No way. Why don't you try Positive. to? Why don't you try to convince him, Lauren? <laughs> no, no, no I will not. They're the worst. No, the yeah. worst. You have to hate your life so much that you want a different life that's actually worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather get like a puppy or like a cat. Or something. I agree. I know. I you want to? You want a Jack Russell? Yeah, you yes. are. Yes. yes. <laughs> we we establish our guest's dream pet before they come on the show because it's yeah. very important for me. <laughs> what's What's your Jack Russell going to be called, Steve? Oh, probably Rooney. Rooney, like oh. Rooney Mara. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to name him after uh, Wayne Rooney, the soccer player. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Uh, wow. I, mean, I don't know. All right, so <laughs> I don't know soccer. I don't know anyone named Rooney. Um, so, Steve, we're coming towards the end of the show, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a special, special uh, quiz slash test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we know you're gonna ace, okay? You're gonna you're ace enci- it. You're our encyclopedia. Don't sweat and it. And we're gonna we're gonna get that encyclopedia struck by lightning. That's right, folks. It's the lightning round. Mm-hmm. Every question has a definite answer, much like every improv game. And you have to guess the right <laughs> one as fast as you can. Are you ready, Steve? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, let's get started. Wackest character from Winnie the Pooh. This might be controversial, Tigger. <laughs> True. Tigger, Tigger has a Tigger dependency is issue that is, where nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's bouncing on his tail and looking in your window in the middle of the morning. Uh, best Happy Meal you ever got. Best Happy Meal toy you ever got. Easy, easy. Tarzan, he had the fucking, like, a stone skateboard. You could take <gasps> him off and play with him. Easy. Wow. A Times were different skateboard. then. Wow. Yeah. Eileen, what about you? Um, I don't, I don't remember specifically any toy. Like, I really can't. Maybe, like, a fuzzy orange thing. I have no idea. <laughs> Eileen grew up on an uh, island in Maine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know what mine is, Steve? Remember Hunchback of Notre Dame? Hell Notre yeah. Dame? They had squirt gun. They had the gargoyles that were water guns and puppets. <laughs> what? It was wow, out of control. Wild. This toy This toy would go for, like, $3. Okay? And it was in your fucking Happy Meal? Wait, McDonald's. are you saying that that's, like, a good price or no? Yes, it was fantastic. It was like a real toy. I mean, the Tarzan mm. on the skateboard is like an action figure with a. They don't with do that thing. anymore. Yeah. yeah, that shit was fire. That yeah. Shit was fire. Oh my god! And you never knew what you were gonna get. Ugh. Okay, mm-hmm. best ocean. Um. 
specific? <laughs> Perfect answer. Correct. Yep. Uh, would you wake up at 4 a.m. every day for an extra $20,000 raise a year? You wouldn't be working more hours. You'd just be waking up way earlier. 4 a.m. Sh- would you do it? For sure. Yeah? For sure. I'll Are just you a- read. <laughs> for sure, I would read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So you'd have to wake up. So this is – the question is <coughs> not that you just wake up and hang out. You you have a job that's 9 to 5, let's say. But you mm-hmm. could shift your schedule to like 4 to whenever 8 hours 12, later would be. noon. 4 to noon for $20,000. Hell yeah. yeah that's what, I got the no whole brainer. day? Yeah. Yeah, that's Liddy. Take a little disco nap. <laughs> fine. Go to the dive bar. Come back. Uh, I'm with that. That's okay. fire. Yes. All right. So, fire. <laughs> Someone offered Steve that job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what time of day are you at your best? Probably 6. A.M. or P.M.? <laughs> P.M. Yeah. Mm, nice. Okay. Yeah. So we should have scheduled this for 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're getting second rate Steve here. Yeah. <laughs> Falling asleep. Scary or fun? Super fun. Super fun. Okay. Especially if you're I'm... on an ebitable. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fact. That's, that's a right. Fact. That's Which right. I did the other um, night. <laughs> it was really fun that's the when you get in your bed and you're high oh, and you're like oh my I god i love it it is a practice in gratitude i only just started smoking weed and doing edibles and um i can't believe i waited this long and and, and the thing is they used to make me really anxious and now they kind of don't and it's weird and i'm like this feels great like i get why people do this all Mm -hmm. the time not that i didn't get it before but i'm like wow i it clicked for me shout out weed shout out to weed (laughs) shout out to jobs and shout out to weed weed um uh, where am i where am i are you an adventurous driver like if you're driving and there is a long road that doesn't say private on it but it clearly leads back to an old stone farmhouse that may or may not be abandoned do you drive back there to check it out I am a super boring driver. I would not do that shit. I, I, I am, agree. I'm not trying to get no tickets. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. cops. No, thank mm-hmm. you. No, I'm not trying to get murdered. No, no yeah. not trying to get shot at because yep. even up north people are like <coughs> fucking crazy. I'm the same yeah. way. Thank God. Yeah. Scariest bug. The fucking the water bug, the roach that could fly. That shit is nuts. Have you seen? Yo, in Florida, them shits is like this. Like bigger than a chicken nugget. No, and stop. Fly? A chicken, a flying chicken nugget. No. Prom- Yo, don't Google it. But go to Florida. I promise you, go see this. Wait. Shit. So okay. Well. Have you been watching um, Too Hot to Handle? Okay, it's a stupid show. Don't watch it. But there's this part where this dude is. They're sitting outside, like this guy and a girl, and they're sitting outside, and a roach flies onto his forehead, like sm- in the middle of his forehead. Send it. Send it to him. He, you send it to me on TikTok. Send it to Steve. He does not notice for like two full seconds and then he goes like he shakes it off it is horrific that alone would send me into a spiral that i would never come out of like nope. I'll, i'm gonna send it to you on tiktok because it was horrifying yeah. anyway thank, with thank. the bugs i'm like evolution can you explain to me why <laughs> this thing that cannot be killed right it's gonna survive the apocalypse it survived the dinosaurs mm-hmm. has to fly can also swim <laughs> and like is this big why you could just do one and it's scary that's why i don't fuck with millipedes either i'm like why do you no. need a thousand legs tell me uh, nope 
No. No. It's like a billionaire. There are no good billionaires. There's no good fucking animal Mm -hmm. that has a million legs or that can do everything great. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. a fact. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That is a fact. On the contrary, coolest bug. Probably a ladybug. Ladybugs are chill. Mm -hmm. They are, and they're good luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're all ladybugs. And when ladybugs are threatened, they roll on their back and emit (laughs) a yellow bubble that stinks. One thing I've been known to do. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, has that ever happened to you with a ladybug that it rolls on its back and has a yellow bubble, a yellow stinky bubble? The stinky bubble has happened to me, but with the ladybug, it has not uh... happened to me. No, you know how I know that? Because you know when you're a kid and you have like a zoo book and you read it front to back a million times and you Uh know a shitload about like two animals. Uh One of them was a ladybug. Wow. Eileen, do you think oh, a bug is cool? What's the coolest bug to you? Um, I think that grasshoppers are cool because after they have sex with the male, they kill it and eat it. But I don't, I really don't like bugs. And bugs, I have like a phobia of like waking up and like being covered in bugs. Like I have nightmares about it all the time. I really hate bugs. But I, I admire the grasshopper for that. I used to have a middle school science teacher. We used to eat like crickets and grasshoppers in class, like in a bag no. or like dried up. That shit was nasty That's, as fuck. I don't like that at all. Yeah, nope. that shit was nasty. Shout out Mr. Comfrey. You was wrong. That shit was disgusting. He's he didn't want to sit with anybody in the teacher's lounge, and he right. knew how to d- mm-hmm, get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is something you're on the fence about? Um, that, This is a good one. Hold on. People... That are really, really big fans of Bill Burr. Oh, okay, so Steve is on the fence about people who are really, really big fans of Bill Burr. What's your beef Sometimes with you're Bill like Burr? he's whack. Sometimes I, you're like he's good. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if you're like a straight white dude and you're like Bill Burr's God, I'm like, where are your motives at mm-hmm. for real though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. Also, he just yeah. looks harsh. He looks like he's yeah. been left in the sun for 12 months straight with no shade. <laughs> Yeah. I want to yeah. see him like stylized a little bit. Mm, that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, car that you're like, this should not exist. And the people who own these should be shamed. Uh, I think it's like a smart car that's a box and it only fits two people. Why would you ever? Mm-hmm. I was walking down the street. I see the dude stopped at a stop sign <laughs> with that car. Like, why would you cop that? It's literally a box, bro. Like, yeah. why would you? And you know that shit had to cost at least a couple racks. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was $40. Like, it had to be, like, at least six racks. So right. it's like, come on, son. Yeah. Get, Get a, a Vespa. Yeah. Get a Toyota yeah. Yaris like I have. Mm-hmm. Come on. The Yaris is fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Yaris is fire. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for saying that. And it's an automatic, Steve. It's not It's not a – or it's a stick shift. It's yeah, mine's, mine's a standard. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. drive standard. Yeah, brag. Yeah. I'm not talking. Yeah, about it's it. on my resume. That <laughs> <laughs> I can drive standard. Steve, what is your number one favorite article of clothing that you own? I have uh, like a very big Scooby Doo Shaggy shirt that just has Shaggy's face on it. It says, Wear Scooby Doo. Very comfortable. Love that. And I get a lot of compliments. Love yeah, that. I would compliment you on that. I would That's too. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Best, condi- best condiment. Compliment. Best condiment. I'm gonna have to say Texas Pete Sriracha. Because it's Ooh. like hot but a little sweeter. Mm, nice. I've never had that. I'll have to it's give quiet. that one a try. Yeah. Normal Texas Pete, not a huge fan. 
but I'll, try, I'll try this. The okay. what? No, Lauren's not. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no, I'm not a huge fan of the normal Texas Pete. That makes sense. <laughs> but I do like I do like when they vary. Sometimes mm-hmm. I find my real mm-hmm. sweet spot there. Yeah, my dad got that shit on accident, so God bless my pop. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess I, you're like, guess I'm doing a reaction video. <laughs> 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 Thanks for messing up. Uh, will blowing your nose in a handkerchief ever come back into style? Absolutely. Gucci, make the handkerchief. <gasps> I promise you. Gucci, if you make it, there's going to be somebody that has power, probably Quavo. He's going to do a music video, <laughs> blow his nose, and then all the kids are going to buy it. Bring this. Harry Styles, stop it. Come on. You know he's going to blow his nose in that. Oh, Let's absolutely. Go. More like handkerchief styles. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Yes. Um, what do you do? <laughs> Steve, what do you do during flights? Oh, all right. So I get a book I never read, and I try to match it with like an album I think would fit the book depending on the description. The last time I did wow. it, I got um, uh, Nico Walker's Cherry, and then I listened to Apex Twin. But it has <gasps> to be like like an album that's just instrumental. It mm, can't be like, mm-hmm. I can't listen to someone rap or sing and then read. So yeah. it got to be like this beat. That is so fascinating that you do that. What an Thank what you. a cool idea. Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. Also, Apex yeah. Twin, I, I don't really... No, except for when I was like 20, I went to, or like 19, I went to Bonnaroo and with my friends and they were like super into Aphex Twin and they were, and we only had CDs at the time. It's like 10 years ago. And we were like driving down at like four in the morning. I was like going 90 miles per hour and they had like smoked a bunch of weed and we were like listening to the Aphex Twin album like over and over. Like it was one of the only albums we had. That's my only experience with it, but it was chill. Oh yeah. He's tight. Yeah. I've never heard of Apex Twin. It sounds to me like uh, over a prescription <laughs> medicine for twins. <laughs> but I will listen to them. They're like Radiohead. I think they're like Radiohead if Radiohead was only instrumental, kind of. Mm. Yeah, if Radiohead but... would shut up. I think Radiohead <laughs> really. I think Tom York from Radiohead like really likes Apex Twin. Yeah, that that is, makes when sense. they started doing that weird shit, some of the weird shit would sound like his old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Intrigued. Um, best place to hang out in your hometown. Easy, easy. If you're trying to, if you're trying to have like a sophisticated night, Tallulah's. Tallulah's get the cocktails, get the steak and fries. And it, and they're going to try to tell you, oh, it's not going to feed the homies. The steak and fries could feed six homies. I promise nice. you. Get the, the cocktails. And then <laughs> if you get the bartender that look like he should be on Euphoria with the blonde <laughs> hair, he going to bless it. <laughs> He gonna bless it. You feel me? Shout out my son Allen. He gonna bless it. Wait, Trust where me. is this? This is this is on Main Street Bayshore. In Street, um Bayshore. in the, your Long Island hometown. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. It, like I'm on the the borderline of Brentwood. That's kind of like Bayshore. So like if like it's kind of like if you're on Park Slope and you take a right and it's Gowanus, mm-hmm. it's like that. Okay, but cool. All, but if you're trying to wild out though, mm-hmm. like if you're trying to wild out, you gotta go to none other than La Mitagita deli and get the fucking sandwich the chicken sandwich you're gonna see the old lady take out the chicken bang, 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 cut it <laughs> put it in the fucking the hero thing mm-hmm. hot sauce mayonnaise toast it good with the jack pepper jack cheese mm. please tell them put the pepper jack cheese go in the back get a tall boy and then you could go outside smoke come back uh, still have your seat come on let me tell you that's mm, crazy wow that's so good 
Oh my god. You're making me hungies. Uh, okay, Steve, we're almost there. You got this. Got this. Mary, fuck, kill, TV channel edition. Okay. Mary, fuck, kill, HGTV, History Channel, Vice Network. <clears throat> off rip, we killing Vice. Off rip. <sighs> feel me? The old boss fucking with Nazis. Off rip, we killing Vice. <gasps> oh, no. Straight up and down. And then, I didn't know that. Then, you feel me? They was trying to G, Deez and Samara, we killing Vice. Oh, my God. I didn't I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to uh, marry uh, HGTV. You feel mm-hmm. me? Correct. That's okay. correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna fuck History Channel because History Channel be showing crazy <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. So you know they're gonna be crazy in the bed. So I'm gonna fuck History Channel. Yes. They're gonna do Egyptian stuff. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect answer. And you know what I mean. Uh, Steve, your results. Oh wait. No. Nope, one, one more. more. Most wrapped word. What's a word you use the most? Mm, good question. When I come through, that is, if you hear me say that, I have lost what I was originally going to say, <laughs> but I know if I say this, I can make it make sense. Oh. So if I'm on stage and you hear when I come through, trust me, I forgot what I was really going to say. Oh my God. That's so funny. Well, I've never heard you rap that. So good job. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so now your results are in. I, I was just missing that last result. And it is 101 out of 100. You aced oh, it. Oh, you aced it. Those perfect answers. Uh, Steve, this has been crazy hot with you. You have an album coming out. You have some stuff that we need to tell the good people who listen. What are those things? All right. So I have an album coming out, Bonafide Scrub. That's going to come out in late August. But every Friday, I'm giving you new music whether it's a song i made with someone else whether it's a song on an album or a throwaway so every friday uh every monday come to my instagram page pre-save every link of the song it will help me get on playlist and then you'll get it straight to your phone when it drops you don't gotta write my name and look for it uh i'm ronnie cortado on all streaming services and all social media platforms to play my music so don't forget it. we got some fun music coming out it's gonna be great Oh, I can't wait. That's incredible. We can't, can't wait. wait for the album. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Steve, where can we find you on Insta? On, and on uh, TikTok, TikTok, which you're about to go viral on. TikTok just made it. It's Steve underscore exacto. Uh, and then you're just going to get freestyles and little sketches. On uh, Instagram, I'm at Yo Genty. So Y-O-J-E-A-N-T-Y. And then on Twitter, it's Steve Genty, just my name, S-T-E-V-E-J-E-A-N-T-Y. Sick. Gorgeous. Yeah. Well, oh, you've been such a fun guest. Oh, my God. This is yeah. so fun. Thank you. Thank we you. were so Thank happy you. to have you, and we enjoyed every second of this pod. Steve, thank every you so much. Second. Thank you. Thank Folks. you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Um, this has been another crazy hot. Don't forget, we're crazy hot, and so are you. <laughs> Join us next time when we figure out how I can cook and eat the mushrooms that are growing around my new apartment. Goodbye. Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. Mwah. That's perfect.